Lao Tzu once said that because one believes in oneself, one doesn't try to convince others. Because one is content with oneself, one doesn't need others' approval. Because one accepts oneself, the whole world accepts him or her. How do we get to a point where we accept ourselves in life? How do we get to a point where we believe in ourselves and develop adequate self-confidence to go after what we want in life? Hi, my name is Onoha Thomas and you're listening to the Unleash the Self podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping you rediscover yourself, build your self-confidence, your self-esteem and your net worth so that you can become unstoppable and go after what you want in life. How do we develop self-confidence in ourselves? How do we get to a point where we believe in ourselves, our abilities, and also put ourselves in a position to go after what we want in life. You see, there are so many reasons why people lack confidence in themselves in our today's digital age. And research shows that for most parts, our habits and how we go on to perform in life usually stem from our childhood experience from the age of one to five. But it's unfortunate that most of us don't really realize this. We don't take the time to dig deep and to understand the reason why we lack confidence in ourselves, the reason why we aren't really going after what we want in life. Like every great philosopher, every great self-help coach and mentor expert out there will tell you every meaningful change in life starts with awareness awareness of who you are and what you are capable of now when i was still a young boy i remember those days after the end of school we'll come home with our results and whenever we come home my cousin usually does better in school and when she presents her results she's always praised and encouraged to do more that she's a good student and all that but whenever i present my results i usually get this feedback like hey why did you score this why didn't you perform why did you come out first why didn't you come out second people who came out first and second do they have two heads why didn't you do this why didn't you do that and all that now, after that, after presenting my result, I usually feel bad about myself because it made me feel like I wasn't really worthy enough. I wasn't really doing much with myself or with my capability. I remember then I used to really read as a young child because I wanted to impress my parents that I was also good in school. But unfortunately, that didn't really pan out because I usually come within 7th to 10th position and whenever I'm coming home with my results I usually dread that experience of being asked why didn't I come out first and all that and it got to a point where I started associating pain with showing my parents my results and my elder ones my results I started developing this pain and it led me to start hiding myself and not wanting to take up challenges that will make that will validate 
or make people appraise me based on my position and my results. So those experience impaired my ability to see that life is or life was a journey that results and all whatever the external validation doesn't really matter. But as a young child, what did I know? All I wanted was to get that validation from my parents and all that. Now, I remember when I grew up as a as an adult, I saw similar pattern in my life where I sort of avoid big challenges because they will inevitably go on to validate either I'm good enough or smart enough. So I usually tell myself, what's the point? There's no need to put myself out there. After all, I'm going to be either criticized or people are going to talk bad about me. People are going to say things that might make me feel bad. And in order to avoid this pain, I usually hide from my I usually hide from those experiences and just talk in my my abilities. Now, why do I say this story? See, a lot of us, whether we know it or not, our lack of self-confidence stems from our past experiences. And most of us, because we've been trained not to talk about our experiences, we've been trained to either just be strong or just take it in. You're a man or you're a woman. You're not supposed to this and you're not supposed to that. We just go on living without becoming or being aware of these past experiences and these stories we've been telling ourselves unconsciously. Now, being a coach, I've had the experience to work with a lot of people and most times the stories that usually come up as to why they are lacking in life usually revolves around experiences from the past, usually from childhood. And when these people explore these limiting beliefs that they've acquired as a child, they discover that they don't really need to stick to that belief that life is not what they thought it is. But it all started or it all starts with being aware of where you picked up these limiting beliefs. It starts with you being vulnerable, allowing yourself to be seen, to be heard, and knowing that no matter what, we all in this life, we are imperfect, we are perfect in our individual ways. And everyone has a unique gift that they have in life. And we all can't be good in certain areas. We all have our our gifts, we all have our talents, we all have where we are good at. Now, there's a popular quote I remember sometime that goes that if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, that it will keep on living knowing that it's either stupid or dumb. Now, most of us, we don't know that there's a story in our head that started when we're kids. And this story, if not checked, keep on impeding on our performance as adults. It keeps on impeding on our ability to see the world the way it is and go after what we want in life. Now, if you're in at this point in life where you find yourself not going after what you want, you find yourself doubting yourself, you find yourself worrying about what other people would say about you, what they would think about you, I want you to take a journey back to when you were a kid. Take a journey back to when 
you didn't really know much you were just growing up your experiences moments where you felt ashamed or people talked bad about you that made you feel bad now when you explore this moment you discover that your fear currently all started from then they all started from when you were a child and when you look at your life right now you discover that truly you don't really have anything to fear like i usually tell people who come around me and people i work with that we all have just one life to live and our ability to live our life in such a way that when we are about to die we can just look back and smile and say yes i truly lived i truly explore every avenues that was available to me now how do you do this if you're a person who doesn't want to think about death then you can how you can do this is just to think back 10 years ago in your life where were you 10 years back and imagine what you were doing were you happy were you fulfilled were you sad whatever it is now take a look at your present moment now you should kind of write a letter to that your 10 year old self back then or just sort of give that young guy or young lady an advice on how to live presently now when you do that you discover that you start telling your past self things that you've observed in the present you start telling your past self some positive things on how to navigate this world because right now you know better you know that things that you were afraid of presently doesn't even make sense you understand that at this moment where you are in life where you've been avoiding challenges you've been avoiding going after what you want there'll be so much pain that when you advise your past self you tell them not to heed to the pain not to heed to the fear of not going after what they want you express yourself because you know what you want right now in life and you know where you want to go. Now, when you take a look at that advice you've given your past self, you'll find a key there, a key that will tell you where you want to go and a key that will sort of advise your present self also to look forward to the future with boldness and not getting intimidated or timid about life. Now, when you do this, you find a sort of a glimpse of your ability. You find a sort of glimpse of how the world is and how the world works. This is a good technique or, or exercise that usually helps people understand their present self, helps them understand that, yes, you have just this one life to live and there's no point, you know, just living in fear and at every point in time regretting actions you didn't take in the past. Now, I want you to do this and see how you unravel your limiting beliefs. You see how truly you've been shortchanging yourself and not giving yourself the opportunity to be bold, to be, to dare in life. Now, self-confidence is something that it's like a muscle so the first step like i said is being aware becoming aware of your past experience becoming aware of stories you've been telling yourself now going forward i would like you to try out these other steps like if you want to really improve your self-confidence and become proud of yourself 
the first step is for you to develop a positive image about yourself. Developing a positive image that's making you looking yourself from a lens of importance, looking yourself as someone who's important in this life. Now, there are a couple of ways to do this, but one is to change your image, change the way you look, improve it, change your appearance, be proud of how you look. Now, whether we like it or not, appearance goes a long way to tell who we are. Appearance goes a long way to appearance goes a long way in boosting our self-esteem and how the perception we have of ourselves and how others see us. Now, when you change how you look or improve how you look, you discover that you develop some significant amount of strength. You develop some significant amount of trust in yourself. You start to see yourself very well. And this, in in return, would build your self-confidence. Now, the second thing is for you to recognize your strength. Now, in the story I told about when I was a little child, where I'll come home and I'll feel bad when I I didn't perform, I didn't come off first, second, or or third in my report card. Now, when you look at a report card in every school, there are usually topics or courses you've taken. Now, no matter how bad you've done, there's always that one or two module or courses you perform very well in. Now, when you look at that result, that's how life is. We can't be good at everything. There are usually something that we are good at. There are something we are very proud of in life, things that we feel very comfortable at, things that when we go after it, it will bring out the genius in us. Now, what you should do to help you build your self-confidence is to recognize your strength in life, recognize things that you are good at. Now, when you find out those things you are good at, try as much as possible to develop it to the best of your ability. Because whether we like it or not, mastery is what brings confidence. When you master a certain skill or an act in life, you become very confident in yourself because you always produce results at that particular point in life. You're going to keep on producing results at that thing that you're good at. Now, that sort of build your self-confidence, make you trust in yourself. So, when you become aware of what was limiting you, and you've built your self-image. Now, the next part, like I said, is to recognize your strength. Now, when you do that, you understand that in as much as you've, you've, people have told you in the past that you weren't good enough, that you were bad, you were, were whatever, you understand that in as much as there were those things, there are also many things that you are good at, many things that if people get to know about, they will appreciate you more and those limiting factors won't really matter anymore. Now, look at those things you're good at. Look at your strengths, highlight them and start developing them one by one. Those strengths are what will make you become more confident in yourself and also eliminate doubt in your life. Now, the third thing is to surround yourself with supportive people. Now, when I As an adult, I noticed that I sort of lacked confidence in myself. And when I was looking at ways in which I could build my self-confidence, I came across Toastmasters International, a public speaking and leadership club 
Now, when I joined this club, one thing I noticed is the supportive environment that it gave me. I noticed everyone who were there were sort of vulnerable and they keep telling you that, that, hey, we are not really good. We are all learning and we are growing. Now, being in such kind of environment gave me that comfort, gave me that permission to be myself because I understood that we all we are all learners and no one is actually good as imperfect in the sense of it and that's the reason why we all came to that club is because we wanted to improve if it's because we've we understood that we are lacking somewhere and we needed to improve on that area so knowing that you are in an environment where people support you encourage you to grow give you the confidence to be yourself, gives you the confidence to dare, gives you the confidence to be vulnerable, to show people who you truly are. Like my story also when I was a kid where I usually get that constant, why? Why did you do that? Why didn't you come up this? I noticed that I sort of like, I sort of start hiding myself. Now, when you find yourself in such kind of situation where they don't support you, where you are not currently, where, where you are not being encouraged to do more, you discover that you always try to hide yourself. You always try to jeopardize your effort so that you won't go close to those people who would criticize you negatively or talk bad against you. And when you constantly jeopardize your effort you discover that invariably you also hurt your self-esteem and your self-confidence that's why it's advisable that you look for supportive environment stay there and build yourself up now another thing is for you to change your mentality change your belief system now no matter how aware you are no matter how you've you've built your self-image you surround yourself with people and all that if you don't change your limiting belief if you don't change your mindset if you don't give yourself the permission to be who you are if you don't give yourself permission to be vulnerable nothing else would matter nothing else would work that's why it's important for you to start developing a positive mindset about who you are change your perception of what you think you are capable of and also give yourself that permission to be you give yourself that permission to explore life to enjoy every moment to understand that failure is not truly failure it's just a learning process and every great master, everyone we celebrate today as successful or whatever, they were once a beginner. They were once starting. They didn't. They were novice. They didn't know what they know now. So it's important for you to give yourself that permission to be vulnerable, to put yourself out there, to keep striving, and not minding what people will say or people will think about you. Understanding that you are imperfectly perfect. Now, everything you do is based on your uniqueness in life. Now, when you get to this point where you understand this fact I've just said, you discover that you sort of have confidence in yourself. You sort of, your self-esteem sort of grows up because you understand that you are unique, that you don't need any external validation to make you happy or be who you are, that you don't need any external validation to tell you what you are worth in life so now with these steps i want you to go out there understand that life is just a one-way trip there's no duplicate 
you either leave it here and be happy or get to the final destination and feel sad and miserable. Understand that this life is yours to live and yours alone. Don't waste it. Trust yourself and understand that no matter what, you truly matter. That you are enough. You are worthy. That you are everything and that you have everything that you need to succeed, to love yourself, to be confident and to thrive in this life that you are. Thank you very much and have a wonderful day. And I look forward to us meeting again on our next episode. Now, go out there and be confident and trust that you are enough. Thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. Please do subscribe and leave a comment. Tell me what you think I should improve on. I look forward to your feedbacks and suggestions. Thank you very much and do have a lovely day.